0: What oh, that it's gonna suck. Ah. You're being pessimistic. I am being pessimistic, but it's still not gonna be that great. Eh, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Oh, Chris, it's Wednesday. It is that time again, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Two months from now, two and a half months from now, yeah. Wednesdays are gonna be uh quite the
1: evening for pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, sure thing. Uh Breaking news, as
0: it as it were, maybe the worst kept secret in in wrestling much, for the last few
1: months. But pretty much, but uh, the uh, we finally have an official date for AEW's television show starting in the fall, October second, which is a Wednesday. Uh, like you said, pretty much the worst. You know, everyone kind of expected. A, that it would be on Wednesdays, and B, that would start right there, you know, that first week in October. Yep. That's going to be a huge week. Because uh, I believe that's the week that SmackDown moves to Fox.
0: I thought that was until November. No, I'm pretty sure it's, okay. like, October 4th. Eh, fair enough. So. uh, And, and... I'm, we'll we'll dig into it, but NXT is going to be moving or is going to be staying on Wednesday nights, but they're gonna. It sounds like that might end up on Fox Sports One mm-hmm. with a two hour time slot too. So I don't know if I like that. I don't like it either. We can we can start there, and then we'll talk about the AEW stuff. But uh, the rumor is NXT towns have been told they're going to start going on Wednesday nights mm-hmm. for two hours, and that it's going to be it could be broadcast on Fox Sports One. I don't have a problem with it being broadcast on Fox Sports 1.
1: I but I don't I I think extending it to 2 hours is is uh is not the right move. I think it's perfect the way it's at where it's at right now uh, at an hour. It's a nice I mean shoot with all that's been going on even like it's it's ironic that as like my guy finally wins the NXT title and I haven't been able to watch an episode of NXT television since because I've just been with not not only with other wrestling, but with life. Like mm-hmm. I just can't fit it in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't
0: think that that's a good move. But well, and when you watch the weekly NXT product, um, I'd say a good half of the show is usually filler anyway. Mm-hmm. It's usually a, a, a talent they're trying to establish, facing some underneath mm-hmm. person that we we don't that they're not part of the actual mm-hmm. brand. So now you're gonna expand that? What what are you gonna Right what more are you gonna do? And if the idea is well then we're not gonna get rid of most of those matches and we're gonna start seeing more superstars versus superstars, you're kinda of devaluing what makes your takeover specials mm-hmm. so yep. special. Yep. Uh so it's yeah, it's really um I I'm not surprised. Uh and I think it's another sign that WWE is reeling from AEW's early success, they don't know what to do and they're like, "Well, NXT's are popular indie brand. Let's put them up against it." And I and I don't the, think it's a good idea either. And the
1: sad thing like said like I don't think they need to do any like they don't. They just they just need to worry about
0: themselves and everything will be fine. <laughs> yeah, if like, they ju- if they just fix themselves, the buzz for AEW will naturally decrease well, maybe not naturally decrease but you'll just get your own interest peaked like if you mm-hmm. just take care of you and mm-hmm. not worry about what they do it's not like wrestling fans won't watch multiple types of wrestling no yeah I mean that's what we do
1: is we watch more and more wrestling like so yeah I don't know we'll uh we'll see how that goes but i, I on the surface I'm not a fan of it um like I said if they want to show the hour that, you know, on on Fox Sports 1 or whatever, that's fine. You know, get it on a, you know, get it out to more people. Like, th- I'm totally okay with that, but extending it to two hours every week is just too much.
0: Right, especially for a company that already has a hard time filling, you know, five hours of weekly television. You know, if it's on Fox Sports, that means Vince is going to get his fingers in mm-hmm. it more and... um yeah, I, I I think it's a bad idea, but, uh, you know, for me and my anti WWE stance, awesome. Yeah, they're even like they're even more scared than they're letting on. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other side of that, it it you know it's AEW. Um, they they said in the press release they're going to be doing live TV every week eight to ten. Uh, every Wednesday, and they're going to be traveling around the country with it. Mm-hmm. They've only announced where their opening show is, Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. Capital One Arena. Which is a big arena. It's a so, big
1: arena. So we'll see. I well, mean, I think, I think the first show I don't think they'll have any problems with, and I think, you know, maybe the first couple, but I I gotta, you know, I still don't think filling uh you know, 15,000 plus arena every week is 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 plausible.
0: Not not on a Wednesday night in the middle of the week, but I think if they're smart, they'll open seating up for lower bowls only to these places. And then if demand hits a, if they hit a uh spot where the demand is there, like, oh we've already sold uh, you know, seven thousand seats in the lower bowl, we gotta open it up. Boom, we'll open camera you know, mm-hmm. the hard camera side. They're yeah. the opposite of hard cam, so mm-hmm. that fills in and then slowly go from there if they yeah. need to. Uh I don't think that'd be too hard for them to do. I wouldn't think so.
1: I think that would be pretty easy and pretty simple, but so
0: hope maybe that's what they'll do then. So hope hope so. I mean other than those details they didn't really come out with much else. They didn't mm-hmm. explain uh I mean they mentioned Jim Ross is going to be doing commentary, but they didn't uh didn't talk about the whole uh the whole team. They didn't talk about backstage or anything like that. They didn't mention uh, future pay-per-views, mm-hmm. nothing really kind of gave us an insight of what it's going right. to look like in the next six months. Yeah, but that information's got to be coming soon. We're going to have to start announcing other dates in in the next couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep, for sure.
1: And 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 I think I think it, and especially once you get past All Out, you, you'll things will start really ramping up. Mm-hmm. So. Speaking of, have you seen? Uh, have you watched the first two episodes of the Road to All Out yet?
0: I watched the one where uh, Dillinger did his interview with Jim Ross. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see the second one yet. Okay, uh, I thought that was really good. What do you think? Of, yeah, what yeah. do you think about Tully? And, uh, Tully in, uh, you know, it's. If you're trying to attract a casual fan, I don't know that it, it makes sense. But for guys like us that knew, know who Tully Blanchard is mm-hmm. and knows the story of him and the Rhodes family, mm-hmm. it's brilliant. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think they'll do a fine job of, of explaining why that's important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I don't know if, if Spears needed to have that right away, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm not. I'm not going to hate on it. I yeah. like that they're they're using a, a story from 30 years ago almost forty years ago, um to kind of layer in this new new era of mm-hmm. the Rhodes family. Yeah. And, you know, Tully Blanchard's Tully Blanchard. I mean, he's yeah. he's an icon in the business, so yeah. it uh did bother me. Mm-hmm. I thought Spears did uh before Tully even showed up. I thought his oh, yeah. his promo was solid. Mm-hmm. Or, well, I won't even call it a promo, just the interview, the interview itself interview was itself. really well done. Mm-hmm. I like that he didn't um it wasn't him screaming at jr and it wasn't yeah. it was it was like a respectful conversation mm-hmm. back and forth where he just explained himself instead of being like people like you mm-hmm. jim which yeah. i thought it was going to be yeah so well what did you think no i i
1: i agree i really enjoyed it um he was you know the the cool the cool calm collected approach i think served him well you know and then even bringing up that you know basically like anyone cody has been close to you know, throughout his career, he's kind of cast aside, and yeah, they've yeah. kind of just faded into obscurity. So, so I thought that was a that was a good uh, approach, and yeah, and and then you know having Tully show up, and you know I know the, how to get to the Rhodes family.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the second episode has has him has is just Tully talking about oh, okay um, about that, and it's also got a um, a promo from Moxley talking about Kenny. Um, and that's really good, too. And it be, he basically says, he doesn't come right and, and mention the G1 by name, but he basically says he's in the, in the G1 to uh, to learn all the different styles that, that Kenny's accustomed to, hmm. to kind of, you know, so he huh. can use it against him at I all. I like out. that.
0: So. It makes sense. No, I like that. Um, I, I also like in the Spears promo uh, where he talked about... Um, uh the phrase hell of a hand mm-hmm. and like it's kind of that insider like mm-hmm. talk of when you call someone that it means they're really n- yeah. a nobody yeah. it, it means they're they're just a mm-hmm. guy that's there mm-hmm. and jericho talked about it you know 20 years ago when he eh, about 20 years ago 15 years ago when he worried he fell into the hell of a hand category With in Vince McMahon's eyes, that's when he knew it was time to leave. He's like, Mm -hmm. I got to get the hell out of here. He's going to turn me into a jobber, Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what started to happen. He did. He came back, and right now he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm excited that they finally they finally announced it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, for us here in Michigan. They followed the Little Caesars, All Elite followed the Little Caesars Arena like a long time ago. Yeah. So I would assume that's going to be one of their first stops. I mean, I would, I hope it's a stop at some point. I, I, I would, would imagine if they're going to, and this is just hypothetical at this point, but if they're going to do live weekly TV, they've got to hit major cities with wrestling backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine they've got to stick around the Midwest uh east coast mm-hmm. early on so that you can draw from multiple big cities right i saw some people complain like why would you go to washington dc first i mean philadelphia is an hour away or an hour and a half away baltimore is right hour. there yeah. new york is like two hours away like you can draw from all these major mm-hmm. metropolitan areas so you can fill a 15,000 yep. and they come to detroit they can pull from you know Chicago, uh, that shithole that is Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get those people out of our state like as soon as the show's over. Yeah, yeah. Ohio sucks. Yeah. Um, Indianapolis, like you can get all these major metropolitan cities and mm-hmm. draw people there. Yep. So, um, I I, I I did see two people who were like, well, I wonder if they're gonna start doing like uh, weekend tours around the the television and uh when i heard that i was like no that's a terrible idea mm-hmm. like don't oversaturate nope. the product now nope. just
1: not right now just focus on getting the tv yep. established and then and then if the demand's there then you can start thinking about running you know house shows on the weekends or whatever but yeah right now uh and especially cuz
0: like it's the middle of the week so what are you going to do like you going to yeah. hang out for a couple days well the 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 thing i like the one comment i saw was um you could do Wednesday night TV, mm-hmm. Thursday off for travel so the guys don't have to travel. And then you could do, like, a Friday-Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that's... with the, all, the way a lot of these guys are booked independently and stuff, I just don't think that makes sense. No. And I feel like in 2019, I don't want... I won't pay money to go to a show that I don't think something big is going to mm-hmm. happen at. And how shows are... Yeah, they're just that—they're house shows. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why anyone would pay money to mm-hmm. go to those shows, right? For anything, mm-hmm. for any company. Yeah. So, uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Yep. Totally. I'm. Um, uh,
1: I'm just glad we're getting we're getting closer. We're we're finally getting to the point where, where uh, the horizon is on is in sight. Where yeah.
0: This thing gets kicked off proper. Yeah, because I need something else. I I really do and we'll just go right now into into what the hell was Monday night? Chris, tell me what was Monday Night Raw? It was harmless. Harm? It was totally not harmless. I I don't I don't
1: think it I'm like it wasn't great. It wasn't even good, but I don't think it was that bad either. Like it just was there.
0: It was so bad. It, like, from the opening segment on, it was. Well, after the opening segment, it was just pure garbage for the next two and a half hours until Stone Cold came out. It was just a giant. It was just. You're three weeks away from the second biggest show of the year. You've got all these stars in the building. Mm-hmm. And the only consistent storyline you're telling throughout the entire show is the stupid 24 7 title, mm-hmm. which is an absolute joke. I just. I. It made no sense to have all those people in the building and not use them for anything special for anybody on the roster. Nobody that's going to that was on that show or that's going to be on the show Monday night is going to benefit from all those stars being in the building. Right. What the hell was the point of that then? Just to get a bunch of old guys on TV? What are we doing here? Like DX, what did DX what did, what did DX and the clicks involvement do to help anybody? Did it make Seth Rollins seem any more cool? Eh, he got to say the line. He got to say the line because Billy Gunn's an AEW. <laughs> like, what did what did that do for Seth? It definitely didn't make the club look any good. Ah, uh, see,
1: I, I've heard that, and I don't think that that's, like, it was three on seven or whatever. Like, I'm, I don't, I don't put any stock into that whatsoever. Like, that, I don't, I don't agree with that argument.
0: Wouldn't it, wouldn't it have been nice if later in the night then the club got one of those guys by themselves and kicked the living hell out of them? Just to make the club look like, uh, you know, we're not going to be disrespected. Because the first time someone stood up to the club since it's reformed, they tucked their tail and ran and got punked out by a bunch of 70-year-old, well, 60-year-old men. The very first time someone stands up to them, they just ran away and didn't do anything about it. They're outnumbered. I just said, why, why wouldn't you then have a segment where later in the back, cheap girl, and then they just blast him in the head with a chair or something. Do something to make the club not look like completely like chicken shit heels. But they with, are, they're heels! But they just started, but like, I'm all for there being chicken shit heels when it's one guy, and that's something I want to get into later. When there's one guy, yeah, you want a chicken shit heel. When you got a group of guys that are supposed to do dastardly things, yeah, they do the chicken shit thing and they run away when there's seven of them, but then they, they find the guy in the back by himself. Instead of Dolph Ziggler kicking Shawn Michaels in the face on Tuesday, which isn't going to lead to anything important, why wouldn't they just have Michaels get attacked on Monday night by the club, and that's why he's not doing commentary on SmackDown Tuesday night. Just do something with these guys. Like, do something with these old guys to help the people that are going to be on the roster every week. Right. That's all I'm asking. If you're going to bring all these people in, do something. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm Mm-hmm. You, go ahead and tell me what you didn't like about the last segment because we talked about this off air. Yeah,
1: I, so, and this is where this, you know, they, they kind of book themselves in a the corner with the stupid wild card rule and when it does happen and when it doesn't happen. They ran a house show that had five people at it. Yeah. The same night as Raw Reunion that Kevin Owens just had to be at. So we couldn't get... like As soon as they announced like Austin was going to be there and the storyline with, with Kevin and Shane has been developing for the last few weeks. Like, the obvious thing... And this is one of the times where obvious doesn't mean bad. It means this is what should happen. The obvious thing would be some sort of scenario where you've got Austin and Owens in the ring. And you've got Vince and Shane in the ring. And Austin gives a stunner to Vince. And Shane or Kevin gets a stunner to Shane. Boom. The place goes nuts. And you're off to the races towards SummerSlam with Kevin and Shane.
0: And like I said, I I pointed this out on, on Twitter too. Uh, or if it's a scenario where it's Shane, um, and a bunch of guys in the ring, it could be his cronies, it could be, and Owens hits the stunner and he just does it off a little bit and, and Austin goes, no, no, he can get on the mic. No, no, no. That's not how you do that. Goddamn son. If you're going to do the move, do it right. And he picks him up and then he delivers the stunner himself. Mm -hmm. Like stone cold. Steve Austin is there no one has used this move since he was there until Owens came along Mm -hmm. do something with it just do something with it Mm -hmm. Hogan and Austin are the two two of the three biggest names that company's ever had Mm -hmm. they were both there on Monday night and neither one of them did anything like overly important Mm -hmm. Hogan came out and cut the same promo he cuts every time they bring Mm -hmm. him back about how great it is to be an X city thanks all the Hulkamaniacs blah 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 and Austin was drunk and rambled on which I thought was awesome but it should have ended with someone catching a stunner. right yeah, well, and, and again, it's it's like, uh, um,
1: I felt the same way. Not, you know, I didn't mind what they did with DX in the club, but but what I did think like, so I I was afraid of okay, they're gonna DX is gonna be there. They're gonna come out and do their same old thing, and then blah blah blah. Which they
0: basically did anyway.
1: Well, they did, but not to the extent that they normally do. And then so then when they didn't do it I was like, "Oh, okay." So it's kind of it's kind of like the same thing with Austin and this and doling out stunners like he didn't do it for some, you know, something different he didn't do it, but, but to be when fair, he didn't do it.
0: I don't even remember the last time Austin was on the show.
1: Uh probably Raw 25. Raw
0: 25. And then that end with him stunning Vincent Mann? Yeah. Okay. Before that, I remember the last time he was on the show. Right. DX is on every like 6 months or so. They always have some reason for DX to come back and they do right. their shtick and whatever. Right. And that's fine. But, I mean, you have Sami Zayn cut this promo. First of all, backstage promos. How in the hell, and I said this on Twitter, are you going to have Maria and Santina Morella in the same room for a backstage segment and they don't even talk to each other? Right. He doesn't even walk over and say, my Maria. Like, mm-hmm. none of that. Yeah. Come on. Just, just, mm. You're going to have Sami Zayn do a backstage segment where he shits all over the, the Legends. And then he tries to run away, and the Legends come out, and they just stand there. They just stand there. hmm What the hell? Like, I get maybe they didn't want Rob Van Dam to do anything because he's signed to Impact, and they don't yeah. want him getting hurt in a WWE ring. Right. Punch and him. And he was baked out of his mind. Well, fine, Whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's Rob Van Damme, he's not under a WWE contract. I assume he's going to be high yeah. all the time. But, like, someone could have punched mm-hmm. Sammy in the face. Someone could have. They, they, just, they just trotted them out there to get, like, a cheap pop and then mm-hmm. walk away. Right. So, I I didn't understand the meaning of the show whatsoever.
1: Uh, the meaning of the show was USA was like, hey, we need uh, something to pop rating, so call all your old guys and get them here.
0: And from what I understand, the rating didn't do that much better than it has been. I... Speaking of cheap pops, the only guy, the only legend that came back and did anything for anyone on the roster? Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Yeah, My favorite, like, that's, I, that's why I love that guy so mm-hmm. much. Like, he comes back and he, of course, he's the one to take, you know, mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt's ass whooping. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, and and I liked Wyatt doing the uh, the mandible claw. Mm-hmm. I hope that's something because there were people saying that he only did that because uh, Mick can't take the the uh, sister Abigail. Sister Abigail. So uh, they had him do the mandible claw. That's the perfect move for mm-hmm. a guy like Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see that. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, because because it harkens back
1: to the like. You know, when when mankind first showed up, the manacle claw wasn't this. You know, ha ha. Oh, he stuck a sock that was in his pants in someone's mouth mm-hmm. thing. It was like a legit, like badass move. Yep. Like. And so, yeah, that, no, that would be a perfect, you know, uh, um, supplement with along with the sister Abigail yep. for sure.
0: And it'd be like a, a submission hold sort of thing he could put on. Mm-hmm. It would just be another you know, uh, dimension for the character. Yeah. And that was about the only thing on Raw that I thought was worth anything. Yeah. Um, it was nice to see Cena come out. Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to have a, a little match. I thought he was too, especially if he came out with knee pads and everything, but... But but I also understand too, he's filming a movie right now and yeah. you can't really uh, risk that. But that whole segment with the Usos and the Revival, like... The hell's Devon Dudley doing out there? That doesn't make any. And how are you going to bring Rikishi out and not have him do the goddamn dance after the match? Right. Like, it puts. It, you could. You're right. You could see that the USA was like, get your stars here, and then they didn't come up with any good ideas. Mm-hmm. It was like, no one in that room was like, hey, we should just. If we're going to bring him back, we should just throw all that stuff together. Mm-hmm. Like, just do it. What the hell? Like, yeah. If you're going to have ha ha fun with it, have ha ha fun with it. Mm-hmm. You know what's the what's the point of the godfather being out there with no hose?
1: Uh, there isn't one, but he's one of the most iconic characters of that era, but it's 2019 and, ah, oh, my head hurts.
0: That, that's what, that's what that is. Whatever. You, you got to find something. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 if you're going to bring him on there, you can't bring the Godfather on there without, uh, having the hoe. He whole
1: couldn't train. even say Ho train. He had yeah. to have the crowd finish the right,
0: line. Right. So. But they got their weed jokes in with the street prophets. They did. were great. So. They did.
1: They did. Well, weed is okay in 2019. Hose or not.
0: <laughs> well, all right then. I I mean... I guess. Uh, again, if you're going to have that character on the show, like, why... Yeah. No, totally.
1: Totally. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, that was... Like I said, that was... They, uh... I'm surprised you say it didn't pop that big of a rating, judging by how many times they replayed the damn thing. They replayed it, they re showed it, like I ha- like they had a little. Oh, yeah, little yeah, sneak, I saw that. They had the sneak preview of Miz and Mrs. right after, and then they replayed it, and then they replayed it right before SmackDown last night, too.
0: Oh, did they really? Yeah.
1: I turned on SmackDown last yeah. night, and it, was, and it
0: was finishing up, and I was like, how
1: many times did they to replay this thing?
0: Maybe they're they're trying to do whatever they can to to get numbers up, but because uh, they've got their financial call in the next day or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, from what I saw, it didn't it didn't do anything crazy. It wasn't, right. uh, and I think that I think that's because people know when they tune in, they're not going to get anything concrete from from the show. So, mm-hmm. um, the Roman Reigns Samoa Joe thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know. <clears throat> Joe says something bad about... Ro- like, that whole segment, you could just see where it was going from from the second Roman came out. It, oh, mm-hmm. you're going to talk about my family. Well, first of all, why do the Usos need Roman Reigns to stand up for them? For them. Right. They're, they're tag team champions. They're one of the best tag teams in the history of the company. Why is Roman got to st- stand up for them? It doesn't make any sense. And then they get in the ring and, you know, oh, are they going to fight or not? Like, clearly they're going to fight. and. Yeah. Sure enough, Joe walks away, Whoa, he calls him a coward, and then he comes back around, and then we get an eight minute match where Samoa Joe loses again, and he
1: yeah, was, I, I was just didn't when do it, anything
0: to help the show. When that
1: started, I was hoping that it was like they were setting something up for for the two of them for SummerSlam, and then they're, oh no, they're just going to do
0: this tonight. Okay. okay. Great. Two SmackDown guys. They could have done that same segment. Some, Samoa Joe's actually on RAW. See, this is the problem with the <laughs> stupid, goddamn wild card. Because he spent the last month on SmackDown going for the title. I know. Whatever. I know. Oh, fine. Whatever. I
1: did. Uh, I did like the Moana list segment on Raw too. Um, they they did what we asked them to do. They brought up uh, yeah their history and they brought up Rhonda. Like,
0: yeah, that's fine.
1: I thought it was a good segment.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was probably the only segment on the show that actually advanced the storyline. It's mm-hmm. the only segment with the women, too. Well, current women mm-hmm. that were worth anything. Again, you've got all these, you know, females of the past hanging out. Could have done a lot of stuff and sitting <laughs> <and> it. Like,
1: <laughs> the amount of money they spent in travel for some of these people to do nothing. To
0: do nothing. Jillian
1: Hall was there. Just hanging out backstage. she was just, I'm like, why is she here?
0: She's not a legend. No, like, clearly, like Trish and Lady were like, no, yeah. we're, no, we're not coming for this.
1: Well, I guess we should go on to SmackDown. Uh, I got a feeling Trish will be coming back for something else here in the next week or so. Oh, you haven't seen that report? No. Uh, apparently, uh, they're going to do Charlotte versus
0: Trish at SummerSlam. Oh, is that so? I skipped Charlotte's promo. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Ah, well, that's good. Well, then if she's going to come back for SummerSlam, why wouldn't you start that on the Raw reunion? Again, to get some buzz for whatever, whatever. um,
1: To piss you off, man. Yeah,
0: to piss me off. Like the Million Dollar Man. Why wouldn't the Million Dollar Man have his goddamn belt? You know you're bringing him in for it. Bring the Million Dollar title out and get him a real jacket.
1: Because he was there to purchase the 24-7 belt. What the is he mil- going to do with two belts?
0: He's the million goddamn man. Like, he, Very simple. The million-dollar man's the million-dollar champion, but I need another championship. Ha, 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 ha. That's it. Very simple.
1: Million A dollar, million-dollar belt probably can't fit around his waist anymore.
0: Throw it over his shoulder. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're killing me. Shout-out to Matt Manty, who said uh, our, our Seattle correspondent. Yes, yes. For uh pointing out that Virgil probably sold the million dollar melt million dollar belt to go get meat sauce. Yes, and breadsticks. And breadsticks. Yeah. Well, I don't think Matt mentioned breadsticks. His oh. reporting might have been awesome. Oh, okay. So So that was Monday, but raw or Smackdown I thought was a, a much better show. SmackDown was fantastic. I wouldn't say it was fantastic. It was a much better show though. I,
1: I thoroughly enjoyed Smackdown this week. Really? I did. I did. It just was I Maybe it's because of you know how disappointing Monday was. Maybe it's because of the last couple of weeks it hasn't been all that. I, I thought it was a really good show this week. Uh, the um, you know
0: the Kofi Orton stuff was great. Yeah, that was that was that promo was, was some of the best back and forth they've had mm-hmm. uh, in a long time. Um, I
1: between this like I 2019 Randy Orton is probably the best Randy Orton since. Uh, he had the, uh, what is it, the extreme borderline personality disorder, like, ten years ago. Like, that whole, when he was psycho Randy Orton, like, the legacy days. Yeah. Like,
0: I thought you were about to say it's the best Randy Orton ever, and I was gonna reach over the table and punch you. No, no, no.
1: No, not ever. But it it probably, in at least ten years, I would say.
0: Yeah, probably, that's a pretty fair, fair judgment. Um, but yeah, um...
1: Again, hey, you know, we we cry about
0: continu- continuity and stuff, and they gave it to us in that promo. Yeah. So, and that's, kudos goes to them. And that's why I'm saying it was a really good segment. Mm-hmm. Like... Hey, let's let's actually bring up this past and mm-hmm. let's talk about it. And and they peeled back the curtain a little bit with Randy saying, "Yeah, I did hold you down because you weren't ready, mm-hmm. you know." And I don't have to try hard. I'm Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Yeah. All the things people say about Randy that he doesn't work really hard. He's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah. I'm still Randy Orton. What yeah. are you gonna do about it?" Yep. So. Yep. Uh, I liked I liked the first hour of the show with New Day and commentary. I did too. Um, I, like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't want it all the
1: time. But for for a, a nice change of pace, um, I think they were they were really good. I, I enjoyed it. I was laughing.
0: I texted you. I can, I I will watch hours of video of Woods singing wrestling theme mm-hmm. music that yep. I still have watched. I probably watched the hymn the video of him reacting to Batista's entrance at WrestleMania, I probably watch it six or seven times. Yeah. Like, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's great. Mm-hmm. And I like seeing a guy like that who's deep into the product, mm-hmm. still acknowledge that he's just a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. And, like, he mm-hmm. gets excited for this stuff, mm-hmm.
1: so. I, um, uh, I want to see a feud between Kyle O'Reilly and Big E over, over who can do the belt guitar. That's what I want. Um, but, uh. But yeah, no, that was good. Um, so, <laughs> you, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Sean. Um, I would have been in love with that segment if it was like five years ago. Maybe. When, when I actually cared about Dolph Ziggler. Like, you know, like, Matt can attest to this. I was the biggest Dolph Ziggler guy. Yeah. I, wa- like, loved him. He was probably my favorite guy in the company for a while. Uh, but I just, I don't care.
0: It's, 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 he should have stayed gone. He Mm -hmm. should have never came back when he went on his little hiatus or whatever and they brought him back. He should have, he just shouldn't have come back Mm -hmm. because he's right back where he was Mm -hmm. before and all the Goldberg insults and all, you know, making fun of how bad Sean was at, at Saudi Arabia. Like it's not, Sean's, Sean's comeback was it. Like, mm-hmm. that's great. You're still a second-rate knockoff of me. Mm-hmm. And he's never going to get past that. He will never get past mm-hmm. that. He's he's in the hell of a hand category that mm-hmm. we talked about earlier. Yep. Um, and I don't, like, I don't enjoy watching Sean tease being involved if he's not going to be involved. Right. Because you and I were texting back and forth Monday when him and AJ started jawing at each other. Yeah. When AJ's like, like,
1: I know where the PC is. I'll see it down at NXT. Yeah. I was like. Like, don't, don't, don't do this to me. Like, well, don't and then, give me that. So then because of that, when they're like, oh, Shawn Michaels is going to be on Ms. TV. I'm like, oh man, here it comes. AJ and the OC, they're going to interrupt Miss TV. And then it was Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like so it's one of those things are yeah i mean in a vacuum like that was really a good a really good segment a really good promo but when you take in totality like a it's not going to go anywhere b like even like i don't know what i would be more mad at uh this not leading to a sean match or this leading to a sean match that's not aj styles
0: yeah Exactly, There's, it's no win. Like unless it's going to be Sean and AJ, I don't need to see Michaels mm-hmm. do because, bottom line, that that crown jewel match was an abomination. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that was enough for me to be like, oh, good. I don't need Sean to come back. But if you're going to tease it and he looks like he's in ring shape,
1: he, he you, it he better be He came to AJ. the ring last night and he took the jacket off to the the, the,
0: the HBK pose, and I'm like, good god. Well I I texted you saying Austin looks like he's mm-hmm. in ring shape too. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe they were going somewhere with an Austin storyline. That's why he was mm-hmm. out last and by himself in the ring and they just they didn't. Right. So and again, I wouldn't be all for an Austin storyline either, but he he does look like he <laughs> could still go. He at least looks like he can dole out an ass whipping. Yeah, he could hit the you know, the Luthez and the kicks in the corner and the stunner, and that's really all you needed. Did you see the video after Raw? Of him still in the ring, and he was stomping a
1: beer can. Until yeah, it running open. the
0: ropes and all, that. and like, I like, I texted you, man. He came out, that pop was amazing, and he's mm-hmm. still like, he's still the most captivating personality <laughs> in that company. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's crazy, yeah. And I don't know why they they can't keep him around. I, I also don't think it's a a coincidence that he starts doing interviews with Tony <laughs> Khan and Jim Ross, and we're like, shit, mm-hmm. we got to get Austin back,
1: right. I think you will like I don't think it'll be
0: an every week thing. I think you will see him pop
1: up more. He's got that show starting on USA himself.
0: Which looks awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm totally here for it. I'm mm-hmm. I, I will uh I will gladly watch that. Um I uh I think a lot of people, you know, going back to Charlotte, I think a lot of people were afraid that she was gonna find a way to weasel herself back into the the title which is match. why I fast
0: forwarded her promo last night yeah. I thought that's exactly what was going on No
1: um what she said in the promo was that she was going to like like you know she's the greatest woman superstar of all time she's the reason for the women's revolution and how could she not be on SummerSlam she's like all right I'm going to get a SummerSlam opponent it's going to be better than bailey it's going to be better than em- Ember Moon's going to be better than everybody and then right right after the show went off the air is when i saw the report from pro wrestling sheet that it sounds like it's going to be trish yeah. and which is which when when she said it i'm like trish like <laughs> like that's the first thing that came to mind because who else is there
0: like yeah there, there's not so so yeah we'll see
1: um i thought <laughs> I thought Ember absolutely killed Bailey with that eclipse she gave her. Yeah, it like, looked good. It looked
0: Lay your stiff shit in there as hell.
1: Yeah. yeah, make it look good, kid. Uh, oh. And I thought the the main event segment was 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 good too. Uh, I like Roman has been showing a lot more personality like the last month or so. Yeah, that's which, fine.
0: Which is you know which is what's been a criticism of him. He's just yeah. been you know the Roman bot. I, I really don't like this whole teasing kevin owens quitting thing um it's an unnecessary to me it's unnecessary to the story
1: it is i mean especially because it i mean god you would hope that he would win anyway but it kind of telegraphs that he's gonna win unless i'm hoping what when they you know because they said well he's got to put it on paper which means we're going to get a contract signing at some point i hope that it's in you know it's a two-way where it's like all right if shane loses he's got to go away like or something um to put an end to all this because this has been going on for far too long yeah um but yeah i mean the you know the you know the two of them working together to clear house of all the bad guys last night was was pretty cool and then you know he hits shane with the first stunner and everyone's like one more time one more time and you know roman sets him up for the second one so i I liked it
0: yeah it, it was fine I, I, I would I wouldn't call the entire show fantastic. But
1: Maybe it's an exaggeration. I just I just really like for two It was u- a solid for show for two hours I was like, wow, this is I'm into this. Like there wasn't at any point where I'm like, uh eh. there were a
0: couple I I mean the Ollie thing that he's done. Like he's he's I'm sorry. His his ship has sailed. He's not eh. coming back from it. They had the momentum. They had him on an upward trajectory mm-hmm. where people were really interested in this guy, he got hurt and they didn't do anything to bring him back right away. It's over for that guy. He's not gonna. He's not gonna recapture that momentum because that momentum went to Kofi Kingston, right? And Kofi's ran with it. Mm-hmm. And and like Orton said in his promo, you know. I'm yeah. I'm glad that they brought that up too in that promo because yeah. It's, but that's it. Yeah. Like you're not. You're not gonna. The fans can't and don't give their energy to multiple underdogs. Mm-hmm. They latch onto one. It was Ali until he got hurt and then they're like, Oh, Kofi's really good. This is kinda cool and it, it just took it from there. Mm-hmm. So um poor like I feel bad for him, but I I, I mean Ali's not i he's not coming back from that. So mm-hmm. it feels like a waste of time to just keep doing these backstage segments. Maybe. But in my mind
1: it's like okay, well at least they have like they're not he's not being forgotten. Like sure. at least there's there, even if he's not, like I want to see him in the ring again. Um, but if he's not in the ring, at least they're doing something where there he's at least on TV
0: in some capacity every week, doing something. Not like Alistair Black, who they put all this time into, and then he was on TV, and then he week. had his pay per view match, and now he's he's not on there. But they did give us the Firefly Funhouse. That
1: was that was the other thing I really liked last night. That, oh, that I was liked, really well done. I like the idea of Bray being two separate characters, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: Norm, you know, Bray and then Firefly Funhouse Bray and the fiend. Like I, I love that idea. I hope that they, they keep going with that because that was that music started. I'm like, what? what's <laughs> going on? And then he's like, Oh yeah, we think you're swell, and yeah. just like, all you're this, super brave. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. No, I'm into this. So, yeah, I mean, that, that it's, uh, two weeks in a row that he was, you know, his ten seconds or whatever was the best part of Raw,
0: so. We'll see We'll see if he can keep it up for SummerSlam. It looks like the uh, SummerSlam card's shaping up now. Yeah, I mean. He, uh, Both title matches are out there. Mm-hmm. Both women's title matches are out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bray versus Balor. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to that because it's going to be Bray's Mm -hmm. first match back. Shane versus Kevin. Yep. And hopefully that's the end of
1: this. If we get Charlotte and Trish, like, like I said, I don't think it's, like, this is going to be the opposite of what, (laughs) yeah, yeah. this is my pessimism. Here's what's going to happen. This is going to be one of those times where it's going to look like a banger on paper and then the show is going to be terrible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, both... Uh, they have
1: to deliver. It's two... It's like the week... No, it's like two... Two weeks it's before... Three, it's three
0: weeks before. Them. Okay. Yeah. Like,
1: they gotta... They gotta deliver.
0: They don't have to do anything. I and mean, they probably won't. I'm telling you. It's, I don't think it's gonna be that great. Um. They still have to figure out what to do with both secondary titles and the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Um, which means they're all gonna end up on the pre-show. Right. I'm. I'm gonna guess you're gonna get some sort of AJ Styles. Uh, Ricochet rematch probably. <laughs> maybe I was thinking it might be Roman. Um, because who who's Roman gonna work at the pay per view right? Right. To a big name. Right.
1: I guess maybe. Maybe you could do that.
0: Uh, they're still pushing Braun. Like, I don't know. There's a, there's an awful lot they still have to fill in because you know that show's gonna be seven hours long. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, uh, so far they've got got a few matches out yeah, there. Yeah, nothing that nothing that gets me super excited. Um, they announced uh another match for All Out. On, on they did on the uh, the second episode, which gets me very excited. Uh, you're talking about the Darby Allin, Jimmy Havoc, yep. Joey Janela triple, triple threat, threat. Mm-hmm. which is just gonna end up mm-hmm. in pure chaos, which is fantastic.
1: Yeah, um, and that was that was cool too. It uh. It did. Uh, it showed, like, an exclusive clip from backstage after Fight for the Fallen of the three of them arguing about whose fault it was um, f- that they their team lost. And, like, so they're all, you know, it breaks down, and they're all throwing punches at each other, and, like, they're pulling them apart. And, and Joey's like, I worked 14 years for this contract, and I'm 0-2. Like... Like you,
0: like it was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I, I like that. That's that's good. Yep. So they're putting an emphasis on mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, it, this is how crazy wrestling has been in the last. Well, not how crazy, but just there's always so much going on. We didn't even touch on CM Punk being announced for Starcast, oh, right? Yeah, which that, was kind of like the biggest that, thing that, happened. that that
1: that broke the day after we recorded last week, and it yes. was like, of course it did. It was like last Thursday was crazy because I like I got home. Like, I was like, "Oh, that new Top Gun trailer. Let me watch this. And I so I watched that, and I'm like, oh, sweet. And then I saw that, and I'm like, oh, I got to text Matt immediately. And
0: uh, you didn't know yet, and you were... you. I got the desired reaction I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, because you're a dick. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, a few weeks ago, we, we recorded a pod just in case we weren't gonna, going to be able to do something for uh, the 4th of July. Right. And the topic, it was basically the same day as... CM Punk's uh, pipe bomb promo, and it was it was um, we're not gonna release it, but it was a yeah. it was a pod about why does CM Punk still matter, mm-hmm. and it was just me kind of you know uh, glowingly talking about how people like me just want him to come back, and you're this guy's an idiot, like we don't need him around, mm-hmm. he's not coming back, and every time I start to convince myself that he's not coming back, he does something like this, mm-hmm. like this is just it's absolutely. Just it's it's just gonna turn mm-hmm. everyone that weekend. The whole thing is gonna be about his punk gonna show up, or not? Mm-hmm. that's what the whole weekend's gonna going to be about. Right, it's gonna overshadow all out. I think maybe. I I I really think it will. He's doing a signing in like with a convention that's not an AEW presentation, but it just so happens to go everywhere that they go. Uh, it's in his hometown. Like, the Cons and the Jacksons and Cody are all like, we're always asking him, we want him to... Like, you know there's going to be a meeting that weekend. Like, mm-hmm. it just... And it's going to overshadow. I think it that crowd is going to be anticipating him showing mm-hmm. up. No matter what he says or does, they're still going to get it in their mind. And right. this would what drives me nuts about the guy. Like, mm-hmm. if you're done with wrestling, go away. Mm-hmm. Don't do this, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I get it.
1: Um... Yeah, I I do think that there's gonna be I don't like like I don't think the event itself, especially the track record they have uh, with their show so far. Like I don't think that as big as big of a specter as he casts. Uh, I don't I don't think he, it's big enough to overshadow the whole event because I think especially when you've got Moxley and Omega and you've got the first ever title match and you've got the ladder match with the Bucks and Lucha Brothers like I think there's enough there that my thing is that you're you are going to have the um again it's sort of a catch 22 if he shows up well you kind of expect it because he's there Uh, So it kind of ruins the surprise. But if he doesn't show up, then you're upset because he
0: was there all weekend and didn't show up on the show. I I don't think it's going... Like, when I say overshadow, I don't think it's going to take away from people's enjoyment of what actually happens. But there's going to be a part of the show where people expect him to come out. And if he doesn't come out, it's going to turn into bullshit. Like... Jericho wins the title. I'm the best in the world. Like mm-hmm. that's gonna be the the key. And then if Punk doesn't come out, people are gonna be like, "Well, that sucks." And I just I feel like that guy's presence is is going to be looming large over the entire weekend. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Yeah, it's not gonna take away like the Bucks and the Luch Bros are gonna have an amazing match. Omega and and Moxley are you know gonna have a great night. I just feel like there's going to be that cloud of, of yeah what's going on, you know, why isn't he out here mm-hmm. sort of thing.
1: Yeah, maybe. We will see. Um, you want to give your uh, your G1 report?
0: Well, I'm I'm through night five. I didn't finish this last weekend. Okay. Uh, because I watched, you know... Yeah. <laughs> so much wrestling last week, mm-hmm. and then I knew I was going to be watching it Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, uh, I... I I was talking to someone about this earlier. Um, talking to someone. I was telling my wife earlier about this because she was asking me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, she asked me about Nakamura. She said, is Nakamura still a really good wrestler? And I said, well, in theory, he's still really good, but the WWE style has completely neutered him. He's not what he used to be. Mm-hmm. She said, well, what does that mean? And, and I said, there's this guy. His name is... Hideo Tommy in the w w e he's been he was nothing over here. he mm-hmm. never got off the ground he was always hurt. they didn't let him do the stuff he wanted to do. He just went back to Japan as his original character Kenta and he's killing it. Kenta is having fantastic matches right now, and for a guy who was pretty much an afterthought his entire run in the w w e to come back and and have the match he had with tanahashi I don't know if you saw it no. <sighs> Really, really good match. Mm-hmm. Just like a hard-hitting clash of two styles. Like this guy's back. I, mm-hmm. I said it on our pod last week. Excuse me. Uh, a lot of people were critical of him and Kota. I thought it was a really solid match. It was a really good kind of first step. He's he's off to a great start. He's having a great tournament. Moxley, another guy that you're you're seeing just how held back he was and how shackled he was in WWE on four matches or three matches that he's had in Mm -hmm. Japan. It's just, it's a completely different guy. And G1 has really kind of opened my eyes to just how bad the WWE holds, holds guys back. Mm -hmm. Um, aside from that, I've been really impressed with Lance, Lance Archer, Mm -hmm. um, that everybody dies claw. They're building that as a really Mm -hmm. solid, um, finisher (laughs) and he's having really good matches out there Mm -hmm. with guys again
1: yeah uh so i uh i i guess i'd prefer so access is only picking like one night from the week and showing Mm -hmm. it instead of doing like a best of yeah which is what i would prefer but so they did this past weekend they did night seven so i watched that this morning and the match with him and tanahashi was pretty good.
0: I, I have see. I haven't seen that yet because that's the one with Okada and Osprey, right? Yes. Which I, which, from what I've heard, is an all time classic. It's it's very good. <laughs> um, I like what they've done with Okada so far too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had him run through Zack Saber Jr. pretty quick, uh, and Saber has beaten Okada in the past, and he's talked a lot of trash about him, and he he took him down. Pretty quick, I think it was like a 13 minute match, which kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. Um. So they've had, uh, Saber lose his first three matches, from what I'm up to. Uh, Kota hasn't, or he's only one and two, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, they're really kind of switching up the guys that usually get off to really good starts are falling behind early. Tanahashi's one and two. Mm -hmm. Naito was one and one. Jay White hadn't won yet. Like, I really like Mm -hmm. what they're doing because they're establishing like, um kenta and moxley and archer and sonata and some of these guys Mm -hmm. is like hey they're they're legit you know osprey didn't come in and he lost his first match and then Mm -hmm. he got hurt and uh they they really built that into to his Mm -hmm. second match so um good stuff so far good good
1: yeah they're showing kind of like yeah i don't know because they're showing this weekend they're showing night nine
0: which is another a block night i'm like can we like balance it out? You, no, no. Trust me, the A block is you want the A block. The B block's fine. I know you want to see Moxie. Yeah, I get it. You want to see like the no, A block I, stuff is just. I
1: I agree. Like you know when you've got Okada and Osprey and Tanahashi. Like I I agree, but I would like to see and Ibushi. and, and Osprey. Yeah, I said <laughs> Osprey. Um, but yeah, you're right. I would like to. I'd like to see Moxley and I'd like to see Naito. So.
0: Well, I can tell you, um, I, night six is the one that, uh, where it's Kenta versus Moxley. That's what I'm going to watch tonight. I'm excited to see that. Um, but, uh, Moxley so far hasn't had like a banger match or anything Mm -hmm. that's like really over the top. His match with Cobb was really, it was fine. Yeah. Um, and again, it it highlighted like he can work with anybody. He can do different stuff. He doesn't have to be a brawler the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um. but yeah, he hasn't had like a standout match right. just yet. So, oh, well, it's off to a good start. I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's nice that I can fire that up and and knock out a day or two of shows in three hours. So, mm-hmm. Cause I, like I was telling you, my my trick to watching the G right. one if you're if you're gonna try to watch it is skip all the tag stuff. And th- yeah and this is nice because they are
1: they're only it's a two hour show and they're only showing the the actual g one matches they're not showing any of the preliminary stuff so yeah
0: i I saw that on the the channel but i'm you know I'm going through the new japan
1: world, right so right right so right. which I may have to break down and, and subscribe to because we're talking about getting rid of sling, which means no more access for me, so because we're tired of sling's crap be
0: app crashing all the time hmm. It's, it's interesting. Without fail. Because like, I just got Sling, and I haven't had a problem with it yet. Well, and may, may,
1: so maybe it's just their Roku app. And, so, I don't know, maybe I need to download it on my Xbox and see if that's any better. Yeah, you should. But, but yeah, it without fail at some point, especially if we're watching something on our DVR, and we're fast-forwarding through a commercial, without fail at some point, it will freeze up, and we'll have to exit completely out and go back in in order
0: to, to, to continue watching. So very aggravated. So what you're saying is Sling will not be advertising on the Chris and Matt wrestling podcast. No, I'm it's pretty sure I made that clear before,
1: <laughs> but uh but yes, no.
0: Okay. Oh, uh no, I uh, I have it. I have Sling. I've been had a problem with it, but I haven't been watching the access version because Right. right. I don't need to, but Yeah. Right. Well, all right. Anything else on on the top of your mind? Um
1: well, okay, so they they announced this, we didn't really talk about it. Um it's nothing major. Uh but uh both Raw and SmackDown are gonna be back at the garden in September.
0: Meh Okay. That's I mean, I didn't I didn't know if you had you know if that's no, I, I anything just, for you or not. So. No, because the last couple times they've done shows there they haven't felt like anything special. It, it's and that New York crowd is not is not the same crowd it was twenty years ago, where it was fired up for the rest. Like they're mm-hmm. they're pretty kind of over it too. It it's felt like the last few times. Even when they're in Brooklyn, the crowds mm-hmm. don't feel like they're really into it because they keep getting billed these huge shows and then they they're garbage. They're mm-hmm. just not very good. Mm-hmm. So uh, no, I don't, I wasn't wasn't excited about that. I'm I'm not gonna watch this Smackville thing. No, which. No. whatever why the hell why the hell are you promoting a triple threat title match on this show when clearly it's kofi and orton at main here yeah. at Summerslam? um
1: agreed but at the same time i do like that they're like this, the, they should do that more often It's just like okay here's some house you know here's a little bit of a house show from wherever you know I, I don't I, I I do like that but yeah you're right advertising it's a triple threat match when you know your Kofi's gonna come out of it because you're building to Kofi and Orton at SummerSlam is a little silly but
0: well and that plays into uh, why I would never go to a house show you know unless I were taking my kids it's and that's the only reason I would go to a house show is because there's nothing there's nothing interesting that's gonna happen mm-hmm. now if you're in Nashville yeah maybe you'd go if you thought. Kofi could lose the title, mm-hmm. but they've already made it clear he's not going to. Cause. Right, so I, it it defeats the purpose. I wish they no, but I I you're right. I wish they would broadcast more of these um, shows that are that are house shows and, and do let them do stuff that isn't tied in directly to the storyline. Mm-hmm. You know, do a do a dream match yeah. where AJ wrestles. Samoa Joe in a 30 minute Iron Man match and it's only it's for that house show crowd and it it doesn't play into whatever right 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 so So.
1: all right uh oh real quick it not again uh, uh but it was uh it was announced today that the NWA and ROH have broken off their relationship so again no big deal but
0: the downfall of Ring of Honor continues
1: yeah, it seems that way.
0: Yeah, fine by me. Which Whatever. is
1: weird because, like, now, like, the NWA Tag Champs are still Brody and PCO,
0: so. Yeah, that's not going to last. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's, and that shows, like, I didn't even know that. Like, yeah. I, yeah, my they, my interest in Ring of Honor is they completely. Won,
1: they won their, the Crocker Cup event that they had and, and won the tag team, the NWA And they tag had team a pay-per-view
0: Manhattan Mayhem was over the weekend, right?
1: Uh, yeah, they had a couple of They had that, and they had, uh, um, a show in Lowell. Uh. Um, cool. Alex Shelley's coming back to FaceTaven. I saw In that. Toronto. SummerSlam weekend. Yeah, so. I saw that. Good for him.
0: I guess. Yeah, yeah, Whatever. <laughs> Oh, all right, man. Until uh, until next week, I think uh, next week's going to be when we do our SummerSlam draft. Okay, we got to get that done, and uh, uh, we'll I have that will, episode up soon
1: too. Will, uh, start doing my research. Hit the books, kid. Do mm-hmm. your homework. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Right. It'll be all SummerSlam
0: '93. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, until next week, we'll talk to you then. See you. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor.